We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Welcome, Insomniacs, to the Cancel Sleep, Won't Sleep review of Justice League. A quick reminder before we get into the review. We review movies based on a 10-category scale. In each of the categories, we give a score of 1 to 10. Then at the end, we take all of those scores and average them to get the movie an overall rating. We do this to get a holistic rating, rate the movie for what, what was good in it, what was bad in it, what we were indifferent to. Yep. And it usually gives us a pretty good rating. Overall. Overall. Now I'm excited because today we are reviewing uh, a DC movie, which DC is near and dear to my heart. I'm a DC guy. DC, DC fan is my boy. favorite. Yep. So what better way to do that than to review the Justice League? The Justice League. The Mac, most shaded movie in history. Give us the background on the Justice League. The Justice League is it's fueled. Uh, it's a fueled movie where the superheroes are combating an arch evil coming back to Earth to overtake it and rule it. The heroes, of course, are Batman, Superman, uh, Aquaman, The Flash, Wonder Woman, and. Uh, Cyborg. Cyborg. Uh, the movie was the most di- forgettable superhero. Sorry, <laughs> H- had a moment laugh there. Uh, the, the movie was directed by Zack Snyder, but everybody knows the trauma that happened with his family is one of his kids horribly uh, committed suicide, and then Josh Wheaton came in, rewrote over half the movie, got a writing credit on it with Chris Terrero, and redirected the whole. Uh, movie basically and helped re-edit it the major actors in the movie are ben affleck henry cavill amy adams gal ducat uh ezra gal gadot gal ducat gal gadot (laughs) okay correct me again it's even funnier the second time yes uh ezra miller jason momoa ray fisher and jeremy irons and martha diane lang uh, great movie. Um, I, I thought it was really good. I like special effects. Runtime is a little over two hours. Um, good visual effects. Yeah, let's start by addressing the good. The the <laughs> cin- <laughs> Let me preface this with I haven't gotten a chance to see this film yet, and I don't want to mislead anyone by giving a review just based on a synopsis, so I will abstain from giving any sort of rating until I see the film, and I can post my review later on any sort of social media at CSW's podcast. So just Matt and Cameron will be giving their ratings today. Yes. I want to unpack the good first. I think that the acting was uh, passable, definitely, for most of the characters. Yes. I think Ben Affleck does a great job in Batman as he did in Batman v Superman. I saw that film. I, think, I enjoyed him in that one. I think Henry Cavill, spoiler alert, he's in this movie. If you don't know it by now, what are you doing? He's yeah, in the really. trailers. He's in the movie. You have Gal Gadot, Superman who does a great lives. job. Ezra Miller and the cyborg, I think, did uh, passable yeah. in their first jobs. Jason Momoa is a different direction for the Aquaman. So I, I want to see them investigate that a little bit more. I'm going to withhold my judgment on his character until I see the movie. But so far, I've liked what I've seen from him. But there were some wonky things in the acting. There were some not so... Not so great. Alfred didn't have any jokes or clever comments no. in this movie. Really? He's supposed to be like quippy and clever. He's pretty much just chilling with Bruce for like two minutes of this overall yeah, movie. the whole movie. Steppenwolf is... Very meh as a villain. Uh, CGI comes to mind. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, bad special effects then. Not not horrible. He was a passable villain. Um, uh, I thought it was pretty well done, to be honest with you. Um, the story flaws 
affected the movie more than actual the CGI characters that they tried to put in as the villains. Uh, just my opinion. I overall liked. Uh, I love uh, uh, Ben Affleck as Batman. Ezra Miller is a passable Flash at best. Uh, the guy playing Cyborg worked out very well for me. Um, I liked it quite a bit. Of course, Wonder Woman, uh, Gal Gadot, I'll say it that way again, did fantastic. Jason Momoa is who I'm going to see as uh, as Aquaman to me. I really believe that's a better portrayal with the longer hair and the beard. Um, more manly portrayal more manly than, and, than the hook-handed bitch in the comics. And I was a <laughs> super, Much super better. fan of Man of Steel. So Henry Cavill to me, Superman. He, he is Superman. Yeah, definitely. So um, to be honest with you, that's what worked for me. Now let's – and the X Factor, anytime they put DC characters in a movie, I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to enjoy it. I'm, I'm such a fan of DC. Just seeing those characters, I'm like, yes. They've already got our it's money. Great. I yeah. will say that up front. And they, as soon as they announced it, I put my 20 bucks aside. But that yeah. doesn't necessarily mean that you like what they're going to put out. No, yeah. it does not. It doesn't necessarily mean we're going to like you the just plot. just like the characters. And those like are the, the issues we had. I thought the casting and the acting were good. We're good. Now, this movie has suffered from split personality. You yes. can clearly tell that Whedon's view did not line up with um, Zack Snyder's no. at all. The, the, this led to like clashing moods and tones in the film. Not only that, not only Scenes clashing that, moods and tones, it led to different storylines. My goodness. Scenes, I, I can see that based on your scores for both directing, <laughs> directing, <laughs> writing, and editing, the fours well, and fives. The, and the scenes in this movie were clearly done by Whedon, and scenes in this movie were clearly done by yes. Snyder. And, they and you can tell as, the difference. And it's such a stark contrast. You're like, 100%. What? Because sometimes it feels like where a Marvel it, movie, and other times it feels like a dark drama. Dark so Knight movie. Or, yeah. a, uh, uh, you know, or just other Zack Snyder movies. I mean, you can t- and then the, you know? the Snyder cut was said to be close to three hours and provide a lot of backstory on the characters. Yes. And the Warner as Brothers well as heads, the villains. And the Warner Brothers heads said, no, we need this movie two hours. We want it to be a slick runtime because people have been complaining about movies recently being way too long. Oh no, I wanted yeah. to watch the Zack Snyder so film. Then, yeah. So then you have Joss Whedon coming in and cutting up the movie, right? So he makes his scenes, he inserts them, he rewrites the third act mm-hmm. but then he has to chop it down to two hours. Yes. So it leads to these weird editing decisions where you completely jump from one static scene to another with no explanation of what happened in between. You know, yeah. I feel like you can't fault either of those directors because Zack Snyder didn't get to finish his vision. No, he did not. And Wheaton had to pick up with someone else's. Yes. And there's one moment when they pretty much, the thing they're after are these mother boxes and one falls and they pretty much don't guard it or go run to it. No. They just leave it alone and then it just cuts to Steppenwolf gliding up in a teleporter with the mother box. And it was... It was and it's a really weird editing there some, decision. There was some awkward editing. Let's put it that way. That was one uh, of the okay. major problems of the movie. But again, how do you how do you edit together two different visions from a filmmaker and make it a cohesive, uh, coherent storyline with an arc? And, and, that's and then popular. Mission Impossible gives a big fuck you to Justice League and forces them to have to Photoshop out Henry Cavill's mustache. Yeah, that was a paramount. Which led to some really awkward looking... Special effects uh, yes. of his face. To where you, something was off, but you couldn't quite tell at the time. And it was definitely in the third act. If you were really? looking and you were like, yeah. what is up with Superman's face? Well, Paramount evidently he had Henry Cavill doing a movie for them. He had a bad 70s mustache because of the film he was doing. Uh, of course, Warner Brothers called over and said, listen, you still have an obligation to film some of our movie when we need you to come back. And then Paramount said, sure, no problem, but you're not touching the mustache. So they oh, actually they had to see He was contractually obligated to keep, keep the, the mustache. mustache. 
So nothing Warner Brothers can do that. You can have the actor, but you can't change his hair or his facial. Now, to add to the comedy of the film, I would have loved if they add a cut with the DVD where they kept the mustache in. <laughs> Superman with a mustache. mustache. Bad 70s mustache. That would have been great. But I, I, I mean, I really, I, me really, I really did like You won't let me die. Blows air out of his mustache. <laughs> no, come on. I, I thought there were some really good parts in it. And, I, and being such a huge fan of The Flash and Batman, um, I look forward to it. I enjoyed it. The problems where it suffered is, and we both agreed on this, we came back and watched some of the animated features that we from Warner Brothers Animation. And and there are complete storylines there. There are well thought out storylines with arcs and backstories. And if we're going to make one gripe about this entire movie, the reason it was probably down two points for me uh, is storyline and arcs. Missed potential. The, they chose really weird plot devices. I didn't the like the mother boxes the as the source of um, s- small spoiler alert. Of what brings Superman back to life. I it's, thought that was... It's the storyline. That was a lame kind of shoehorn to yeah. show the power of the mother boxes. And if you look, there are other properties out there that they could have drawn from. Really great stories that tug on the emotions of the viewer. And, what and they were like, nah, fuck that. We're going to do this weird new storyline with Steppenwolf, who literally... I've been talking to comic book nerds that I know within the DC scene. And they're like, Steppenwolf has been mentioned in the comics three or four times. That's it. Overall. In the whole of the DC universe, yeah. he's a tangential wow. villain at best. But, but here's, and to choose him to helm the first Justice League movie was see, a bit wait of a an minute, odd choice. Wait a minute. I do want to say this, okay? If you're going to pick a character to make him evil and drop into your movie relatively unknown, it's a smart thing to do. I don't Agreed. see it as a flaw because you, guess what? I can write whatever I want about him and let all the DC fanboys fade away. But you have to admit that. And I can put whatever I want in there and I can make it interesting. Well, I guess but have to admit that they didn't make it as interesting as it could have been. I was was just about to say that. The only thing that matters then is execution. Exactly. And again, the biggest flaw of this entire movie, I'll say it again, is the storyline with the arc and the backstories within the movie. But it did not... suffers. The movie did not lack character. And it kind of opened me up to be excited for the new DC movies that are coming out. Of course. I'm really excited to see what Aquaman, sure. Aquaman's movie looks like. I want to see a cyborg film now. I do. I thought now he was the, one of the most interesting characters. Now they got rid of his Megatron look. Yes. I'm excited to see. Even though I forgot his name in the beginning, I apologize. I did think he was one of the more interesting characters. I found him more interesting than The Flash. I was just excited to see The Flash up there. Now, if The Flash stops doing that goofy-ass run, I'll be excited for his movie. Yeah, it was... What uh, was up with the skiing movement? It was just a little disturbing to me. <laughs> and you're a diehard Flash guy, I so it's... I was just happy to see him on screen. They had a, one or two really great scenes for The Flash... It's for maximum that in, aerodynamics. ...that involved him and Superman... Um, I'm not going to just disclose them, even though the movie's been out in a little while. Go see it for yourself, form your own opinion. But I will say that I, I was excited to see the superheroes I grew up with and I love up on the big screen. Um, my overall rating was a 6.9. Um, for this $300, $300 million picture uh, pushed together by two directors and two writers, uh, fell short on the writing and the individual storylines it did grow 652 million dollars it made money so everybody can just keep it chill with calling it a flop i gave it a 6.7 it's all the characters i love as a kid i just feel like they were underutilized within the story Mm -hmm. and i feel like joss whedon did what he could with what he had but you could clearly tell going to that movie snyder had a vision which almost makes me feel bad for knocking snyder 
with BVS because it literally looked like he had a cohesive vision. You need to watch the extended cut of BVS. Okay, that's my first complaint to everybody. If you didn't like the original, go watch the extended cut. And you can't tell me the man's not a a cinema genius. Well, the good thing is that both of you gave it a score above a five, so it definitely passes the watchable threshold. Definitely go watch it. Form your own opinion. Let us know if you think we got it right. Yes. Let us know what you think in the comments down below on YouTube or on our comments on our Podbean. And (laughs) (laughs) right there. Oh, yeah. He's pointing the subscribe button. Um, Remember, if you never want to miss an episode, subscribe to the Bucket of Wind YouTube channel and follow us on Podbean at bucketofwind.podbean.com. We are on Google Play now for all you Android users. Go and drop us a review. You'll never miss an episode if you follow us on Google Play. Uh, this was a really interesting movie to uh, review. Yes. Because mm-hmm. it, I'm conflicted on it. You know what I mean? Because we're such Definitely. DC fanboys. Definitely. But I was entertained for the two hours. I'll be the first one to admit. Are there problems? I'll say it again. Yes. But go see it. Form your own opinion. And remember, as always, Insomniacs, don't check under the bed. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Please stand by for further details. We return you now to your regularly scheduled program.